0: to another episode of Killer's Crossface. This is episode 147. Uh, this is um, going to go back into uh, Leah Hickman's case. Um, I think when we did that, was that 2000... Was it 2020? I don't know. Yeah, it be a, it's been a while, but we've done what, quite a few episodes on Leah Hickman's case on our YouTube channel, uh, which you can check out at, you know, just search Killer's Space. Might be a, It should be a search of her name to Leah Hickman, but Let's see, quick overall of her case, you know, Huntington, you know, West Virginia, murdered in 2007, um, a lot of weird theories around her case, you know, like possibly her half-sister being involved, but they live in an apartment, there's four apartments, only them and another guy lived in the apartment, one of them, but he was in Ohio, they were there, sister was at work, she was home. Well, they didn't find her body, didn't know where she went. Well, they didn't find her remains in the basement or well, crawlspace uh, a week later, and nobody's ever been charged with the murder. They had some DNA, but they they said they would test when technology got better. So far, they have not That's still an unsolved case. Well, we have a YouTube channel, like I said, that went about this, and one of the uh, videos was listed as the suspects, and we went over all the sus- suspects of people, sorry, that uh, people had mentioned tied to her case, whether, you know, it was like a legit suspect or, you know, because some of them were kind of way out there. Well, a gentleman had made a comment, which if you want to go read the comment on that page, he gives the name of the individual. We're not going to give the name of the individual in this episode. Well, I told him to basically send me an email about his story. So here's the email. He said, back in 2007, when I started school at Marshall, some friends and I went to high school with had an apartment at the village. I knew three of the four for most of my life, but the fourth roommate was a guy named this. Like I said, we're not going to say his name. He was a stereotypical only child and how he would snap if things didn't go his way. So he always struck me as odd, so we never really got very close. So to me, to stop right there, basically the way he's talking is, this guy would just, like he said, be a child. If things didn't go his way, he would just go crazy. And yeah, and he said he moved to, back into the story. He moved to St. Louis for a couple years, and he moved back. He ran into him and you know, hung out with him a few times. But, however, it wouldn't really last long because he would always blow up over something small. And we wouldn't talk for a while, so it sounds like the guy didn't grow up. But he said, so one day I'm hanging out at his house, and the Leah Hickman case somehow came up. Which I think that would kind of be like for us, especially for me. We research a lot of true crime, so you know, if we talked about it, wouldn't you know what I mean? Yeah, it people that's in the true crime, especially around here, but maybe between two friends, unless they're in the true crime, yeah, you know, whatever. So that, that could be a little, you know, interesting there. But so I don't know if he brought it up or. The gentleman that he mentioned brought it up. He said, anyways, he mentioned how they were kind of talking or something, and he had actually been questioned by the authorities. I've never heard this guy's name, which I will say real quick, I've never heard his name at all tied into this case. Never. That's why when his comment came through, I'm like, wait, what? Because I've never heard this guy's name mentioned ever. So, and the way this guy's talking, he was actually questioned by the authorities. And I really didn't think much of it. But in the conversation, he had said something that I'd never forgotten. He said, don't get me wrong. I hated her. And sorry if you hear her son cough in the background. But like I said, he hated her. And he basically didn't really. The way he talked and the way he said it is what made him kind of like, <laughs> I guess, kind of like a small talk thing. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So he basically, I wonder what he said. Just be like, well, don't get me wrong. I hated her. Some kind of one. It sounds like she might have turned him down, like they were talking. You know what I mean? Yeah, talking. And I wouldn't see you talking to somebody you hate and like you're going to date. But if she turned him down, then yeah, I can understand. He why he hated her for... okay. Yes, but he's like, I could see the rage coming out of him as he said, it and it struck me as odd because I understand being mad about someone blowing you off. Well, yeah. Or whatever the case may be, but if something happens, a normal person would be more inclined to say regardless how they felt about the person that it's horrible that it happened to them. But I kind of put it to the back of my mind until a few months later, his cousin embarrassed him in front of a guy I went to school with that he idolized and viewed as his best friend. The cousin, a girl a year younger than me, was a pretty good-sized girl, and he was a decent size, but he put it bluntly he was a total wuss. Well, saying that the guy was a total wuss, but however, when he was embarrassed, it was as if a switch flipped. So basically this guy would have been your typical, probably didn't think he would do anything until he got mad. But he said he grabbed her around the, around the neck with both hands and literally lifted her off the ground and slammed her against the wall. Keep in mind this girl was approximately 225 pounds or so. Me and the mutual friend had to pry him loose and drag him to his bathroom told him to stay in there until she got her things and took them to her car and leave. Once she left, we both left as well. And suddenly what he said about Leah popped in my head and I had a horrible feeling that there could be more of what he said than i previously expected so so he's witnessing him pick this girl up slam her against the wall just because she embarrassed him in front of somebody that he idolized and muted his best friend Mm -hmm. so you know that's a pretty crazy story and you know what i mean like that i could definitely see it and with him being a suspect and authorities did question him, like, you know, the guy stated that they did question him. So.
1: Maybe they questioned him because of that. Like asked about his reputation just from knowing her and everybody's like, oh, he's fucking got anger problems.
0: Like, yeah, he was talking like date, possibly going to date her. But if she turned down, he flipped out that, like maybe he could have killed her. Like,
1: but back to that one thing though, where it's like, all oh, people usually would be like, Oh, regardless, I wouldn't have hurt her or anything, though. I don't think that's a common thing. No, well, you people said I say. hated her. Don't get me wrong. I, I hated know, but when you yeah. said most people would, I don't think most people would because like uh, maybe they would to get out of something. Like, just to say, hey, but regardless, like, I didn't do that. Yeah. But I don't know. A lot of people are. Well, I feel like a lot of people, not on her case, but I mean, just in general, are just like, if you're mad at somebody or you really don't like someone or don't know them. I wouldn't be like, Oh, I didn't like her, I would I didn't get along with her, whatever, but I wouldn't hurt her. I would just be like, Yeah, we didn't get along. I didn't like her, wasn't around her.
0: Yeah, him, I didn't have like I hated her. Yeah. But weren't but it don't seem like he went into detail why he hated her. But was it just because Probably that, not
1: right off like hand. You say It
0: could have just because they were talking and turned her down or she turned him down. Maybe. It's because he's saying they were kind of talking. Maybe he thought they were talking, and that's why I was kind of talking, because she wasn't talking.
1: <laughs> and lot of guys have that problem, I think.
0: Yeah, but according to this guy, he said he contacted the tip line, never heard back, but for years that he's had this horrible feeling that it's him, and he's getting away with it. Several years back, I found he was convicted of having underage pornography of some girl he was chatting online with that was from Utah, and he served nearly three years in prison, had to register as a sex offender. So oh, he's got some sketchy gosh. stuff, too. So maybe if we can at least get the authorities looking into it, there's a chance that they can finally get some justice and rest peacefully. That's what I find crazy. Do, well, maybe if since he contact Tipline talked to them and they never called back could they have rolled him out of the suspect before like did he have a good alibi maybe that's why they never contact him back
1: yeah like maybe he was maybe he was out of town or had someone with him at yeah, the, that's, the time that it would have happened
0: they said I also found out about another incident in which he flipped out and grabbed somebody by the throat and they said he can't re- for the life of him remember the details about that incident so there's well, another
1: like yeah he has anger issues we got that part
0: so there's Basically, an ins well, an incident that he witnessed, one that he knows about, that he found out, and sex offender with which child pornography is not different than murder, but still not a good thing at all. But basically, he gave his full name and said, "Feel free to contact me if there's anything we can do to try to get this looked into." seeing as she was strangled from what I've read and how he was has reacted when he snaps mixed with what he said. It's worth a shot. It could just be, you know, just coincidental stuff. I know it's circumstantial evidence at the most, but my instincts have always, you know, been pretty high percentage. And I hate feeling like I know what happened to her and yet can't get anything done about it.
1: That's the hardest part. As time I can Yeah.
0: That's
1: not, yeah, they're hard to
0: put But he But li- he still lives in West Virginia. Um uh, I asked him about did he go into much talking about police? He said, No, not really. I don't didn't even believe him when he first said it. It just gave me the creeps after seeing how he did his cousin. It suddenly came playing back to me. It was one of those, you know, light bulb type moments where I could have seen him doing something awful like that. And it also helps know he is a type that gets super attached, extremely fast and extremely jealous. I've only known of him being with two people and both of them said he acted like a psycho. More psychotic with him, and as if it's suddenly all the pieces came together, I could really see him being the person to have done that to her. But like, it, he hopes he's wrong, but it's just more of a gut feeling.
1: Yeah, sometimes you have to trust your gut, but like, I hate to say it this way, but I don't think anything will ever get done about it. Well, according to small town cops, and Huntington PD is very well known for being trash and not doing their job. But he right. said, from
0: what he said, he said they had talked for a few weeks, and a week or two before, she was. First report missing, okay, so she did blow him off, according to this, a week or two before she went missing.
1: So I wonder if they were talking as, like, friends, and he was, like, so are we dating? and she was like, what? <laughs>
0: yeah, they had talked for a few weeks, so possibly... Got
1: friend-zoned, and, then, yeah.
0: But yeah. I asked him, he's thinking, he said he's not sure, because I asked him if he had an alibi, he said, I'm not sure, he never got into it, but knowing how he is, I doubt it, nobody can stand being around very long. <laughs> So apparently this guy just that hated <laughs> but you know i asked him if i could share the information on the podcast he said that was fine so this is where we're at and i thought i would like to get this information out if anybody you know i've contacted law enforcement before i sometimes i call back sometimes i don't but if he did and they haven't
1: so That'd that's fine. a cold case mm-hmm. yeah, i don't know if it's actually labeled as a cold i can't remember is it still considered open or cold? Because you're looking at
0: going on 15 years?
1: Yeah. I feel like it was Because it's been December.
0: Case. I know they still say they're, you know, waiting for phone calls, but with it being so far, maybe that's just why they're not answering.
1: Do they have to have, like, you know how he said it's, like, circumstantial at best? Like, would that be enough ground to open it again if it's cold?
0: If they talk to them. You know if what that guy said said, hey, you know they did talk to me. Where's
1: that guy at now? Is he like in prison now or? Is no, he's in
0: West Virginia? Virginia. He's here, not like Huntington here, but he's here.
1: That's the guy that wrote you the
0: yeah anchor. He's here. Guy. Yeah, he's here.
1: So right. he served three
0: years in prison. But so you got
1: for child pornography.
0: Yes. So you got that crime against him. Like they could talk to the girls. You know, if he could find out, well, the cousin or whatever. Was it the cousin?
1: It sounds like he has, like, a bad history. Like, I feel like him having anger issues and, like, slamming women into walls and well, the, well, the, being a pedo. The,
0: the lady that he slammed into the walls, Uh, like, if they could talk to her and get that story, you know, you got the two guys, you know, him. That's you also, email. If those women are still around and willing to say anything. Yeah, well, you got them two guys, you know, that could also back her claim up and say, hey, you know, he did do this, so there's some evidence, you know, that he can get violent and if he can figure out, you know, the other incident with the other girl, then that can get them talking. But that's why I'm saying, like I just don't know if an alibi
1: Well that was would made that be then. enough for to get the cops to open it, look into it and with, start trying to put the manpower behind talking to people.
0: It really goes to if he, if like I said, if what he said was true, with him saying, "Hey, they did talk to me back then," and if if he had a solid alibi, they would not. Is the way I would look at it.
1: Well, yeah. If, if he, there
0: if there's a reason why, out. yeah. If they, he if he checked out, then they wouldn't open it back up because they already went through it.
1: But would they even look to see if it was like? But after all these years, I don't think that they're gonna remember. Like they would definitely need to get in the file.
0: We we've talked about this a lot with things like this because once you get, I don't know, everybody's like it, because I've had arguments with people with like the Jeffrey Dahmer case with like, oh, you know, with the Adam Walsh. I read books about it. I've tried looking into that story. I still don't think Jeffrey Dahmer did it, but they'll be like, oh, you know, it was Jeffrey Dahmer, but. If you listen to anybody that's an expert in the case, like any case, memory is not a good thing, especially years down the road. That would be the issue. 15 years later, like, is people gonna, you know what I mean? People that's connected to Leah's story, are they gonna remember the story that they told 15 years ago? Is it gonna change if something has been updated that came out a week, say a new article came out a week ago? What if their story matches that article because they just read that article? You know, it's new, fresh in their mind. Yeah, not
1: that they're, like, intentionally lying. Yet just... Yeah,
0: memory memory does fail over time. And stuff like this, you're not going to remember everything. If it's
1: not documented, it's not going. they're not going to have ground to open. Yes, yes. It's, it's like the game you play in school where it's, like, one person starts with what the teacher says and you have to whisper it to all your classmates and see how turned around it gets.
0: Yeah. Like I said, the stories are gonna change over fifteen years. You'll have some yeah. similarity with everything, but is the story still gonna change.
1: I think it's definitely worth so, trying to get it looked into because I mean Well
0: yeah, if he didn't check out there's solved. no al- alibi, then this kinda adds to him. But like wonder why if they talk to him, wonder why he'd just be like, Oh yeah, we kinda talked, she blew me off a week or two before. No big deal. But he might have not he's not gonna show, he's not gonna like strangle the cop. That's like, why are you asking <laughs> these questions, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, he's going to play it cool. And probably. they
0: might not know anything. The cops here might not know anything about his issue with being in prison. But I'll see if he did. was like,
1: oh, no, I was alone that whole time. Nobody hangs out with me or whatever. Now, I think that should still cause for it to open and him be investigated again.
0: Yeah, they they, they should have... Well, like he could have s-
1: been lying too. He could have just been trying to look cool. Like, oh, they spoke to me about that. Like, I am Billy Badass over here. Like, he could have been trying to brag. You know how people do.
0: Yeah, especially around here. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I was. I knew that girl. Kind of connect. You know, that that could happen. To get
1: attention. Especially if he wasn't very well liked or popular, he could have been trying to get attention off that.
0: Yeah. If, yeah. If he wasn't liked, just trying because Leah Hickman was a pretty girl and. He could've been like, Oh yeah, you know you know what I mean? Like we were yeah. saying, like trying to be like, Oh, you know, I I knew that girl and was talking to her. And of and, course
1: people would be intrigued by that in and like well, talk to him. And
0: she's dead now. So she can't be like, I never talked to that moron in my life. Yeah. Which then again she could have talked to him, he could have talked to her. So it's very possible. So you know like I don't know. It would be kind of sketchy though, I know it's years later, but him like, you know, saying, Hey, I talked to her, but yeah, I hated her and all that. But like
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know like what if he was
1: trying to do like reverse psychology, like
0: he's since everybody
1: hated him, so he was like, Oh, I just didn't like her, she well, wasn't very cool. <laughs>
0: he's tying himself back into an unsoft case saying, Hey, we kinda of talked before, she disappeared and she blew me off a week or two Like, you know what I mean? Like he's yeah. basically showing that he kind of looks a little more, suspicious. yeah, suspicious and sketchy in that sense. And with him not going into detail about the cops thing, like, but if the cops did talk to him, he should be on their file of what checked out for him and what didn't check out.
1: But will they look at it? That's the only issue.
0: Well, they got a lot will of stuff going on now. Right?
1: Well, yeah, they do. They got new. Cases, I'm sure, and everything, but
0: well, a lot of people are getting tired because you got the prom murders that happened in Huntington, you got Leah Hickman's, you got uh, the Diane Best one from Route 10, that's unsolved, and there's a lot of things that's connected with that. One. But yeah, you got a lot of things with that unsolved, like you got quite a bit of things. So I know a lot of people are getting upset with Huntington over that, yeah. a lot of unsolved murders. And a lot of them are very, very... And it's a
1: lot. Like, you can tell on some of it that it's just not good police work being done. Not good documentation, not good preserving evidence, and, like, just not doing your job very well type stuff.
0: Well, I'm sure they're doing some things fine, but I don't know. Well, I'm
1: not saying everything's bad, but when the bad outweighs the good, that's when you're going to start getting looked at and talked shit about.
0: Yeah, I know they need. And that's at
1: the point that they're at. It's not even being mean. It's just that's. I know they have,
0: like, whatever evidence they have, hopefully, I'm sure technology has gotten better so they could find it. I know it wasn't much, but they should be able to test it now. And why haven't they tested it? So that would connect to possibly who it was. Yeah. And I'm thinking the only thing that would throw this guy off is if he talked to her for a couple weeks. That he'd actually go to the apartment, know the crawl space was in there. And you know what I mean? Know the layout of the building.
1: If they were actually friends, maybe. Like if he had been uh, there before. Because
0: down the basement where the crawl space was at was basically the laundry room. So, which a lot of places in Huntington we found out, didn't that? That one girl say there were a lot of places like that in Hunnicon with the laundry rooms in the basement. Yeah. So it's a very common thing. So it could have just been he knew. I
1: was like older. Places like older buildings and housing and stuff, so it's all different, yeah.
0: But like I said, hopefully, this episode will get some interest in somewhere somebody can talk to us and we'll try to figure it out. Like I said, it's there's a lot of things you can like we've discussed in this episode, so you really don't know. Do we believe that guy's full story that you know he talked to Leah? You know, he talked to, you know, police talked to him, so he was a possible suspect. Like, well, it may not be a suspect, but he just, you know, was talked to. Do we think that he's playing the card, like, trying to look cool? Is the story legit? And then he's got all the stuff behind him, so I kind of, like I said, cops to talk to him. What, check, what checked out, what didn't? Like, why is he still tying stuff into the case? Is he a strong suspect? From everything... He shows violent tendencies, yeah. It all it all seems good too good on paper. So it isn't something that could be looked at. But do you have anything else to add? No. Okay, we thank you all for tuning in on this episode and we'll see you on the next one.